from the Floor Concept Studios, ESPN Radio, all sports, all the time. Kentuckyana Sports Leader, 
and uh, looking to get number 800 under their belt tonight. Over on 97X, one of the only eight-win versus eight-win playoff matchups this week. There's only two. Two in the whole first round. Yeah, and this is one of them. McLean County, eight and two, takes on eight and two. Glasgow, Paulson Stadium, sure to be rocking. Jalen Darty and company will have you on the call over there, courtesy of BF Evans. And last but not least, on the Third Region Sports Network, uh, WBIO, ATTC Manufacturing, Hancock County traveling down to Franklin Simpson, and it should be an interesting one there as well. I think that one. Listen, what's odd, you know, I, I, you know, listen, you know, you can find stuff you want out there, but there is a site out there on Twitter that will give you a line on all the first round playoff games. Well, I don't know. It's it's. I don't think it's worth a follow. No, I don't either. But because the, the spreads are some of the spreads are. I don't. I don't really get them. I mean, honestly, I, Glasgow being a twenty-eight point favorite over McLean seems a little high to me. Seems high. And, I mean, and Franklin Simpson being a twenty-nine high. point favorite over Hancock seems a little high to me. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll be following them at the end of the night. Yeah, maybe. maybe. But I mean, I just don't <laughs> see it. See those spreads? That those seem pretty crazy to me. You know, those are way out there. But we got plenty to discuss, and we'll get you set for Saturday in segment two. A little bit of NFL. Uh, there on the back end of segment two as well, and then we'll just run through. There's a lot of state implication games. We'll, we'll talk about those two uh, as far as high school football playoffs getting kicked off this week goes. And so plenty of football to dive into today. Before we get to that, though, last night UK basketball rolls right. I mean, pretty. This, I, I, I'm feeling. I'm feeling like this is going to be a pretty fun team to watch. I mean, I think so. I do think to get where you want them to go, Final Four, they got to get one of the two. You know, they got to get Big Z and yeah, and Bradshaw back, and I think they November. we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I thought you know the way they played in the first half was very impressive. Where you don't have any turnovers the entire first half, and you get like 16 assists or something in the first half. It is K State, and in K State couldn't play a zone because Cal asked him not to. That's kind of wild, right? That is, that's crazy. You ever heard anything like that? No, that's crazy, dude. You paid them a lot of money to come in there and beat their brains in. They could, if they want to play boxing one, let them play boxing one. But, but yes, I do think the team looked good, and and I'm looking forward to how they do Monday night when they open up against New Mexico State right here on one two seven the game. Yeah, I think it, I think it's going to be a fun year for Kentucky basketball. And I think it's going to be a fun year for Kentucky Westland basketball, which is where we'll be on Monday down at the, uh, the Diddle Arena to take on the Hilltoppers on Monday. And in the, in the last exhibition game of the season, last tune-up before the GLVC crossover, which takes place at the Owensboro Sports Center one week from tonight. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to that because Illinois Springfield and UND are two of the top three teams in the GLVC preseason poll-wise, depending on what poll you look at. But I'm also looking forward to Monday night because I'm going to tell you, Steve, I have never been in Diddle Arena. That's a, that blew my mind when you said that. Never have been in there. No, man. I mean, I you know, I went to school at Western for a little bit. You know, that's never where I finished school. Never, I've never been inside of Diddle Arena, so I'm looking forward to that. It'll be fun. Yeah, hopefully we can get another uh, win over a, a D1 college program here in the state of Kentucky. Well, if they do win, Monday the night. hype train will go way off the roof. Yeah, well, and and, and it all really is about building to to next Friday and next Saturday because, like you said, those are two of the top teams in the GLVC, which instantly will be feathers in the cap of a regional ranking. So mm-hmm. if you're wanting to, to stack up and, you know, if you throw it way back to the old days when Owensboro, you know, used to always host the regional, you know, that it was a yearly tradition yes. to have Westland in the regional at the sports center. Um, you know, I think it starts there. If Westland swept sweeps the weekend, I mean, they're going to, they're going to be right there in the, yeah. in, the, in the regional rankings in the long run. I think it all goes in starting next Friday for the, for the Panthers 
that resume starts to build. I yep. know it's early. It's well, no, way that, early. Game but, three, you play Miles College, who for the last two years has been a top 25 team in Division two. Yeah, I mean, so you're, you start off with the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the good news is all three of those games are at the Sports Center. Yeah, and they're all winnable. And it, they're all winnable. and it, it, It's a tall task to sweep them. But if you do, Look out. Look out. And then you talk about the 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 the, the, the hype train's really going to be rolling. So uh, we'll look forward to to uh, the Panthers on Monday night. That'll be on WBIO. Uh, last but not least, a little tidbit there. Did you watch any of the Titans game last night? I did. I watched uh, most of it. Will Levis looks like the dude. He does look like the dude. Looks like a dude that was very highly – that was looked like the dude pre-draft, all that stuff. Were you talking about him being a top-ten pick? That's what he looks like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, outside of C.J. Stroud, there's not really a rookie that's even come close. No, I mean, so he gives him the best chance to win, no doubt about it, right now over Tannehill. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get. Cra- I mean, I think some people are going way off. All oh, the Titans have found their franchise guy. I don't know. I'm just saying, right now, he looks pretty good. If he can build, if he can continue to build on that, he looks then, as good as any rookie. Right. Quarterback. If he continues to build on the way he's played his first two games, then yeah. he is a franchise quarterback. We'll see how that goes. I do like. I would like to see maybe a little bit play, better play calling out of Tennessee's offensive coordinator. Right. You see our guy Vogel. He went. He went the opposite way with. It. He said the reason why they're not turning Levis loose is because he throws errant balls sometimes, and they're trying to keep. They're trying to keep him. You know protect him a little bit so i mean it depends on who you believe some people say oh they need to turn it loose and throw the ball around a little bit more and some people say if they do that they'll get him in trouble so you know i guess the levis will work all that out in the long run i can just tell you that from seeing him i thought i think he looks very impressive yes i do too way more impressive than 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 anybody would have expected with him being buried on the depth chart for so long. I feel like it's crazy as you said i think so far he's looking at the second best rookie quarterback to me yeah, no, CJ Stroud's the only one that's that's looked better and it's not big company. I think Richardson looked good before he got hurt, but you gotta be available. And at the end of the day, Bryce Young hasn't really done anything. No, he's so, been a disappointment so far. A little bit. Uh, I know uh first ever Thunderbolts live programming note Wednesday night over at BJ's Brew House in Evansville. Looking forward to that. If you're looking for something to do this weekend, the Thunderbolts, man, they're around, right? They'll be in the Ford Center tonight. It'll be a kids' night. Tomorrow night is game show night. And if you're looking to buy tickets, you can go on the Thunderbolts website and use the promo code the game and they'll save you on some fees. It saves you on discounts and fees. You get a discount on the ticket and they'll save you on fees. Don't forget about that. Something to do this weekend and the good times over there at the, the Ford Center. I'll be down in Nashville on Sunday for the All America <laughs> four hundred. Uh, they're uh, treating me to some media passes down there. So in return promote their event here on live at five uh, tickets you can get them at nashville fairground speedway dot racing and looking forward to get down there it'll be the, the who's who of short track race drivers down there on sunday afternoon we'll take a break Hold on, one other thing yeah if you're also looking for one other thing to do saturday two o'clock right there on tamarack road 2200 tamarack road the first annual boys soccer all-star game between region two and region three wow okay Yep, so they got a, a huge all-star game right there on Saturday. Where's it at now? 2200 Tamarack Road. Okay, all right. So, uh, I'm not... I'm not uh, Google it. There you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But that's pretty interesting to have the, the, the reasons <clears throat> to get together. I think that needs to happen a little bit more. I did an all-star game one time, and it was one of the biggest headaches I've ever had in my entire life. So there's a lot of red tape that goes into that stuff. So I'll let the professionals handle it. Yeah, that. you got five Owensboro players, Owensboro Catholic player. You got like four or five Davis County players playing, Apollo, Muhlenberg. 
Uh, you've got uh, Meade County player too, uh, Drew Edmick, who who led the the whole region in scoring, all in Region Three. You know, Sam Glover's playing for Davis County. Lucas Humphrey, uh, Carter Payne, Jack Quisenberry, Brody Martin, Dennis Johnson, Romer Payne. You know, Peter Sang. Uh, you know, after he kicks tonight, we'll be over there playing. Yeah, that's right. You know, and over there in the and then you got Region Two All Stars down there. You got representing you know Christian County, Henderson County. Hopkinsville, Madisonville. So that'll be a lot of fun over there. Yeah, should be good times. And uh, it's always fun when you can get the, the regions pitted against each other. Yeah. I think it's always so two o'clock. Always makes for a good time. Saturday. That'll be tomorrow at two o'clock. When we come back, we'll talk a little college football, a little NFL, live at five football Friday, 1027 the game. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Davis County Farm Bureau has been serving the community for over 100 years. With a legacy of trust and a heritage of service, we're here for you. Rest easy knowing that we're in your corner. Davis County Farm Bureau, the voice of Kentucky agriculture. Let's navigate life's uncertainties together with Davis County Farm Bureau. Together, we make our community a better place. Davis County Farm Bureau, taking care of what's important to you since 1922. When you need surgery, you don't want to wait, and you don't want to have to travel far to find a surgeon or facility. At Perry County Memorial Hospital, we have the expertise to offer you the best surgery services right here in Perry County. To schedule an appointment with Dr. Michael West, General Surgeon, call 13th Street General Surgery at 812-547-0333. Auto Repair Plus is an extension of the Fastlane Auto Repair that you know and trust. Offering vehicle repair for domestic, imports, and diesel. Located at 1709 Breckenridge Street. Fastlane Auto Repair Plus. Stop by our new location or call us to schedule your vehicle needs today. 270-713-0708. That's 270-713-0708. Fastlane Auto Repair Plus. Offering more auto repair services you can trust to get you fixed and back on the road. Introducing Feta Pizza's November Pizza of the Month, the Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza. Imagine a succulent roasted chicken, decadent homemade ranch dressing, crispy bacon, and melty mozzarella, all on our hand-tossed house-made dough made fresh daily. Choose to indulge in a whole pizza or savor it by the slice. Find us downtown right beside Smothers Park. It's Feta Pizza's November Pizza of the Month, the Chicken Bacon Ranch Pizza. Don't worry about the roof. Robbie's on it. 
Since 1916, Miller Tire Center has provided McLean County and the surrounding areas with trusted name brand tires and automotive service. Go see them on 675 Main Street in Sacramento or give them a call at 270-736-22541. Hey, this is Johnny Calhoun at Goodman's Barbershop at 452 East 18th Street. Early birds, come see me as early as 630 in the morning. I don't want to be everybody's barber. I just want to be your barber. It's Johnny Calhoun at Goodman's Barbershop. Hey, sports fans, come visit Sports Country at their new location, 317 Park Plaza Drive. Find everything from authentic team jerseys to fun tailgating tumblers, decals, and more. Make game day even better with Sports Country. The Hancock County Public Library app is now available. Stay connected to the Hancock County Public Library and all that we have to offer by downloading the app to your iOS or Android device. The Hancock County Public Library continues working hard connecting our community. Local sports at its finest, live at 5, with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here on a playoff football Friday. And as we went to break, we were talking about the soccer all-star game. We checked it during the break. It's, it's an Apollo. So that, that's a Tamarack Road, 2280. 2280. But maybe in the future reference, just say Apollo High School. That's what I would have done. <laughs> that might be easier to find. But uh, that's where the soccer will be tomorrow at 2 p.m. I know uh, before we jump into football, Vic, I noticed our, our good friends over at Brescia had a nice little uh, exhibition game down at Murray State. Heard very good things mm-hmm. about the performance. I think the Brescia men's Bear- Bearcat. We've got some good teams in town, man. Well, Brescia men's Bearcat. Well, we saw them when we had the Brescia day over there at uh, the ice cream parlor. and Not for a lack were, of size. <clears throat> they were... They passed the eye test, you could say, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, yeah it was a it was a, a nice showing down there at Murray. Yeah, they they hung in, kind of ran out of gas in the second half, but uh, but a good showing, and I think they'll fare well against the, their competition this year. And uh, the, the one thing that came out of that game from everybody at Murray, Russia's got D one size. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, and, there's and, no and doubt we, about we that. We saw that over there at the Marble Slab Creamery uh, about a month ago. But uh, we'll move it now. Into some football. I know Kentucky Wesleyan's on the road tomorrow as they travel up to Lake Erie. Five thirty kickoff. You can see watch that on the Great Midwest Sports Network. Wesleyan will have all the links out there. But Lake Erie comes in one and eight, zero and seven in GMAC play, and uh, looking looking for Wesleyan to go up there and handle business in this game. They need to. They really need to. You got a tough uh, closer at home with Ashland, which I, I do think is a winnable game, but Ashland's going to, you know, they're, you know, a very good team. They've bounced back after a slow start. You need to win this game, get off the side. You're on a losing streak right here, and this is where you just need to go take care of business, get your fourth win, and then try to get your fifth win the following weekend on Senior Day. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, Aaron Beatty banged up uh, at the end of the game so if he can't go it'll be Hooper or Joey Cameron at quarterback and for the Panthers and obviously that's going to be interesting but if you look at it the, the Lake Erie run defense is giving up about six yards per carry on the season Turn on Landon average. Newman loose and I think this is a Landon Newman game right you throw a little protection on maybe a new starter in there while Aaron Beatty nurses his wounds hopefully I know he's a tough kid and he's a leader and he's going to do everything he can to be out there but if not you can certainly, uh, hopefully, gear up that running game a little bit. Coming off a really good game a couple weeks ago, over 150 yards was Landon Newman. The Lake Erie offense, about 260 yards per game, but they're only running it for about 86. So I immediately look at that and think this is a pretty good matchup on paper for the Panthers. They've had a couple of those on paper, and they didn't seal the deal. And now you're on the road, so it makes it even tougher. 
But uh, I've got faith in Coach Young and those guys to go up there and get a win tomorrow. I'm yeah, taking you, them. you really need to go up there and get a win. One, it makes Tuesday nights last coach's show a lot better if right. you go up there and get that's a right. win. That's right. <laughs> yeah, well, the last coach's show, we can talk about the big victory and get set for Coach Young's least favorite day of them all. Which senior, is day. senior day. Yep. Where he has to say goodbye to some of his guys, and we'll have that for you uh, a week from uh, tomorrow as uh, they'll play Ashland there in their final home game of the season. I also want to give a shout-out to Kentucky Wesleyan men's soccer. You know, it's a team that was picked last in the GMAC conference. They finished sixth in the conference, which is about six spots ahead of where they were voted. And uh, they've got Thomas Moore tomorrow in GMAC tournament action. And the only matchup they had against Thomas Moore, who's the three-seed, uh, they tied him. So it's an opportunity for, for Wesleyan soccer to go make a mark tomorrow and continue the big great win. season. Yeah. And listen, then nobody likes Thomas Moore down here. They're, you know, it's a battle of the bluegrass. It yeah. didn't work well in football. Go get a big soccer upset right here. Yeah, I'm cheering for the soccer team. No doubt. The Spanish Armada soccer version. There you go. And Santiago and those guys looking to go get the job done tomorrow in GMAC soccer play. How about the Cats? They will be right here. On 1027, the game tomorrow at 630. Well, the pregame starts at 430. Yeah, I mean, we'll have cats all afternoon into the late night with uh, closing out with the KSR postgame show brought to you by Don Moore Automotive. Uh, but uh, the game's at 630 kickoff, Mississippi State, 4-4, four and 1-4 four, and four in SEC play, coming off a 27-13 loss to Auburn. And I just got to believe Kentucky cranks it up. I know they're on a downswing. I thought their offense played well enough to win against Tennessee. Their defense certainly did not. But uh, looking for another repeat performance from Leary and those wide receivers. And then try to get the run game going. But most importantly, the defense going again. It's disappeared since the second half of that Missouri game. It has. Brad White, who's been you know one of the best defensive coordinators in the SEC. It's been a rough few weeks for him. And, uh, you know, this is a must win for for Kentucky. You know, when you look at it, oh, you, it's a must win. Yeah. You know, you got Alabama the next week coming there. Then you got to go at South Carolina, at Louisville. You don't win this one. Bowl season becomes in jeopardy. Yeah. And so it, and not that only that, happen. that can't happen. Not only that, you lose this one, it's four in a row. Basketball is going to kick off on Monday, and then you're just going to be put so far to the back page when basketball goes out there and destroys New Mexico State. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, they're already on the back. But this is even worse. This would (laughs) be like, instead of being like page 13, you get buried on like page 37. Yeah, at the bottom, like underneath the ads. And and so it it is an absolute must win. And it's a place that UK has not played well. Start Vegas, they've struggled with down there. Got to get a win Saturday. Yeah, they got to get a win. You can hear it right here on 1027 The Game. Uh, Tom Leach, 630 kickoff right here. As we'll move it now, Louisville hosting Virginia Tech. And this is one in the uh, expert air quote, as you can't see me doing that on the on, on the radio, but pick them that I almost went the way of Virginia Tech. This seems like a Brom game. It does seem like a Brom game. And I mean, I got this feeling that this is going to be a lot closer than it should be on WBJS at 2.30, and they'll say, oh, Steve's just a, a hater. But, I mean, this has like a pit type of feel, right? They coming off a big win over Duke. I mean, they, they handled a pretty good Duke team. Uh, but Jordan, I, I, missing Jordan in the pit game, I think, was all the difference in the world. He's been the cog that makes it go. And at the end of the day, he's why I'm going to stick with Louisville to, to to get the victory here. Yeah, I think they do. And I, I know Virginia Tech's coach is probably coaching a little bit for his job. It's been a rough start for Coach Pry there. and and uh, But it does have that Brom-type feel. But 
if Louisville handles business, they're going to be in the ACC championship game. So I think the Cardinals find a way to pull this one out. I'd say one week at a time for the Cards. I mean, I, I, don't look ahead. You know, one game at a time. Don't start looking at the ACC championship because yeah, if you lost a pit, you can lose anyway. Well, that's true. I that's mean, true. So you can just take it one week at a time, and like long as you stay healthy, I like your chances uh, in this one. Even though uh, you be careful, We're upset alert slightly. Western Kentucky's back playing on normal days again. They're back on Saturdays. They're on K News tomorrow, but a late start. 8 p.m. down because they're UTEP. on the road. Yeah. They're at UTEP out there on the West Coast. This is a disappointing year for the Pops, a, It has been a completely. Di- this was a team I really thought a lot of people looked at the ceiling being 11 and one, 10 and two, and this has been a very disappointing year for the Hilltoppers. And and hopefully they can finish strong. Yeah, I mean, it's starting to get to the point where they're getting in the bowl mm-hmm. danger zone. So need a victory here against the three and six Miners tomorrow night. I know IU will be uh, hosting Wisconsin. At 11 a.m. on Jack tomorrow, you have Gavin Wimsett going uh, to uh, – they're hosting yeah, Ohio hosting State Ohio tomorrow. State, yeah. So, Gavin versus Ohio State. It's, it's something fun to watch tomorrow, 11 a.m. Uh, in the morning. Pull the upset, Gavin. Yeah, see how Gavin does uh, against the uh, the old Buckeyes there. Uh, Missouri at Georgia. Any? I know you, you and Sarah the other day kind of scoffed at Missouri. No shot. They're playing well. No shot. They're at Georgia. They got zero. If this game was in, if this, if Georgia was traveling to Missouri, and would you it, feel only, differently? Yeah, if it was playing like at 11 a.m., maybe 9 o'clock in the morning at Missouri, <laughs> then maybe. But Missouri's got zero shot. No, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I, I just think that it, 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 Missouri's having a good year, ranked 14th in the nation, taking on the number one Bulldogs, but it's in Georgia, and I like Georgia to roll there. A game I'll have my eye on, Washington at USC tomorrow night. I know the spread's a little closer. We talked about that yesterday. but Somebody just scored against USC again. Yeah, I think Penix is going to have a monster game, which means he probably won't. Well, <laughs> I mean, it seems like anytime it trends that way. USC could win way. this game, but to win this game, USC is going to have to win this game 70-63. to 63. Yeah, I mean, and they <laughs> may. possible and they may. they may. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, we'll see how it plays out. And then, the, of course, the great one uh, in the SEC with LSU at Alabama, which we discussed at length throughout the week. we all in agreement that Bama will take that home against uh, Kelly because he doesn't win those types no, of games. No, Kelly hadn't won this type of game since Oklahoma Another, way back in 2012. So we'll switch gears right off of Saturday and go right into Sunday early morning when you get your, your donuts and coffee. You can listen to it right here on 1027 The Game because it's going to be the Dolphins at the Chiefs at 8.30 a.m. Here's my question. How is this an international game? Yeah, this one, this one's the one you can't give away. No. You're robbing a, a Miami fan base or a Kansas City fan base of a really high-profile game. You are. I mean, I'm all about expanding into those markets when it's the Jags. Yeah. Not when it's the Dolphins and Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs no. And your Sunday night game is the Jets and Raiders. Yes. We talked about this yesterday. I can any one of these games is better than the Jets and Raiders. Yes, and they have the ability to flex that out, and they chose and they not chose to. not to. Seahawks at Ravens, I think, is a really high profile game this week. I think Baltimore is playing as well as any team inside the AFC, and, and Seattle out of nowhere, you know, let Geno cook. He's actually he's, the Jets and Raiders is the Monday night game. Is it? Yeah, the Sunday night game is actually a good game. It's the Bills and Bengals. Why? So they, they, can they flex out Monday night yes, games now? They could have flexed that one out. Too, okay, that's why. That, this that's new. Yes. Either way, I mean, you're subjecting us to it on Monday night. Yeah, and the Bengals Bills game, you got that the, is a good. It's one. the it's the uh, uh, Hamlin game. The Mar Hamlin Bowl. Yeah. 
That's going to be on Sunday night. So that's at least a decent game. That's a good game Sunday night. We'll have that one here, too, on 1027, the game. Yeah, that. Bengals are rolling a little bit right now. This, I'm, I'm this is kind of measuring that stick. One. Bills are winning this game. No, they're not. Bengals always handle the Bills. We'll see. I'm ta- I'll go Bills. You go Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. All right. Fair enough. I need it from a parlay. I feel like the Bills here. It's just one of those NFL trend things. The Bills are trending downward. The Bengals are trending upward. The Bengals are at home. Seems like a no-brainer. I'll go Bills. But right. uh you got to the Eagles and Cowboys, which you talk, we talked a little bit about on yesterday's show on the uh, the NFL schedule this week. And then the debut of Jaron Hall, my Vikings. There you going go. Down. How's he going to do? I don't know. I have no clue. I'll be at the All-American 400 instead, so I'll, I'll be watching on my phone. But, uh, you know, new new starting. I knew this was going to happen, by the way. Ritter stinking it up all year. And then they get to the Vikings. Like, okay, let's roll with Heineke. Well, he came in last week and played pretty well for them last week. Yeah, but week. Ritter started. Yes, he did. And he fumbled like four times. And Heineke's going Heineke's to probably look like an all-star, all-pro against the Vikings. Former backup. Yes. Who, fun fact about Taylor Heineke is, if he hadn't got drunk and kicked the door in. He'd be the, the, he'd be the Vikings quarterback. He would have been the Vikings quarterback when Sam we traded for Sam Bradford. Yes. So he cost us a first-round pick and having to deal with Bradford, even though... Bradford did ball out in the two games that I got to see him in person. <laughs> I got to see the two greatest games of Sam Bradford's career. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, that's a lot of stuff that no one cares about but me. We'll move it over and talk a little playoff football. We'll go around the state, find the biggest matchups. We'll talk a little about Edmondson Mayfield. There's not much there, but Edmondson season uh, came to an end last night, so we'll highlight Michael Mills a little bit. And then jump into some Texas Roadhouse picks. You'll listen to Live at 5, 1027 The Game. Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and vac services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family-owned and locally operated. Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kicking It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kicking It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kicking It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Kicking It 270. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Kevin Harlan here from Westwood One. Join me in Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner for Monday Night Football this week when the 4-3 Jets take on the L.A. Chargers. Zach Wilson and the Jets have won three straight, but now face Justin Herbert and a Charger team confident after a big win of their own last week. Don't miss all the action on Monday Night Football. Here on 1027 The Game, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. 
Chris Bear, colorful leaves. Fall is here, and so is the comfort you deserve. Courtesy of Brad Emerson Heating and Cooling in Owensboro. Don't let the chill catch you off guard. For furnace tune-ups, AC checkups, we've got you covered for the changing seasons. Ready to cozy up? Reach out to us at 270-729-BRAD. Brad Emerson Heating and Cooling, your trusted partners for warmth and comfort. Embrace fall with a snug home. Brad Emerson Heating and Cooling is a proud provider of Rude Home Comfort Heating AC Systems. Celebrating the tried and true. Rely on Rude. Hunger's calling you. Go to Moonlight Barbecue. Stop in today. Eat their buffet. You'll be satisfied and on your way. It's down on Parish Avenue. That's Moonlight Barbecue. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. Join us November 17th for the Veterans Empowered Together Military Ball. The whole community is invited to the Military Ball. Celebrate the veterans and the work they do every day. Enjoy music, a silent auction, dinner, and so much more. Grab the hottest ticket in town for the Veterans Empowered Together Military Ball. Saturday, November 17th. For ticket information, visit owensbororadio.com slash events. To submit your event to the community calendar, Email events at cromwellmedia.com. Get ticket information for the November 17th Military Ball at owensbororadio.com slash events. Find the 1027 The Game community calendar on owensbororadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio app. We are Kentuckiana Sports Leader, 1027 The Game. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here, going to jump into these playoff matchups across the state. And one caught us by surprise last night. I I wasn't even even aware that they had moved Mayfield and Edmondson to a Thursday. I know the official shortage plays a factor in those things. But uh, Mayfield ends Edmondson's season at 2-9. and And Give a shout-out to Michael Mills. What a tremendous year. I, I know we're working on our rosters for our ESPN Owensboro all area team and I would expect Mills to to find a way on there somewhere oh there's no doubt 1500 yards rushing this year 14 touchdowns for the Edmondson County running back and a good year for him yeah it was a great year for him it was a great year for him a rough year overall for Edmondson but Mills is a big time player yeah and I will let me jump to the kicking it text machine here Steve okay and uh kicking it text machine comes in it says Steve you've got to stop hating on the Cardinals they will roll Virginia Tech. Okay, that's fair. I'm, I don't mean to hate on them. I picked them in the ACC championship game. You did preseason. You said they would be there. But I mean, let's be real. Does this does this game not scares me a little bit? I almost picked Virginia Tech. It's scary. It's just those games that there's no there's no understanding of. There's always like one or two games every year that Brom loses that leave you scratching your head. It, if this was in, if this was at Virginia Tech, I would take the Hokies, but. Being at Louisville and the running back, I think that's the big thing. When Jordan was hurt, that's I think that's why Pitt, you know, had a little bit of easier path. And there's really no excuse there. I mean, they should never have lost to Pitt, I right? Mean, no, they shouldn't have. with him or without Jordan. It should have. They should have beat Pitt there. with me and you playing quarterback. But I mean, I am a hater. I mean, I, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still basket. I'm not not quite as much as Ryan Lemon, but I'm 
I'm still basking in the glory of Monday night. It's oh, carried I, me through the whole week. Hold on. I've, I'm still basking as much as Ryan Lemon, baby. <laughs> We're the voice of the Panthers. We're supposed to bask. All right. I mean, it's nice. It's nice to get a big win, whether it's the Panthers or whether it was the Cats or whether it was the Hilltoppers. It's a big win for Wesleyan. So it is. It's nice to soak that in a little bit. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And tomorrow at 2.30 on WBJS with the cards. Around the state, some interesting matchups. You got Todd uh, Central 5-5 five and five at Crittenden tonight. Crittenden 6-4. and four. And why this matchup is interesting is because the winner will come to Steel Stadium for round two of the playoffs next week. As and long as Olsborough Catholic wins tonight. Unless <laughs> one of the biggest upsets in the history of high Kentucky school football. High football yeah. doesn't happen. They'll be at Steel next week. I and fully expect Crittenden to win this game. I would think so, too. Yeah, I think Crittenden. And I've had them penciled into that spot for a while, but... You know, Todd, five and five, respectable. It's, it's a game Crittenden's going to have to show up. I know Crittenden's had some trouble turning the football over, and mm-hmm. that can be a you know the neutralizer when it comes to close playoff matchups. Always. So, uh, it'd be one to watch uh, tonight for Aces fans to find out who you're more than likely going to face next week. Uh, you got uh, North Bullet, five and five. They take on Fairdale tonight, five and five as well. And that's important because the winner will be in Grayson, Grayson. County next week. As long week. as Grayson wins. As long as Grayson, they're they're playing in a, a winless team tonight, so right. I would think they get the win there. But uh, but Fairdale heavily favored. Grayson handled North Bullet in the, in, in the district play. I would think Fairdale wins this, and then next week that's a that's a toss up. That's a good game next week if it's Grayson Fairdale. I think that would be very interesting. How about uh, just just for giggles, uh, Greenwood? Traveling down to Graves County, it's one of the better first round matchups in the state. Well, I think I will say in five A. The two first round, that first round matchup, and then the South Warren Madisonville, which is the other one besides Glasgow and McLean that feature two eight win teams. I know South Warren's very heavily favored. Madisonville's still pretty good offensively. And the way Canyon's playing, I think they have a puncher's chance. But in this one, I think Greenwood comes out of there with a close victory. Because it's it's tough to play at Graves. I'm just telling you. Well, Greenwood's going to jump and make that. You know, it's not quite a long, as long of a bus ride, but it, it's a, it's a long bus ride mm-hmm. for Greenwood. I agree with you. I think Greenwood goes down there and gets the win. But both teams seven and three. It's an interesting matchup, and the winner, congratulations, will more than likely get Bowling Green. We we'll get Bowling Green. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, it's a playoff win. I think that that sometimes can constitute maybe a, an achievement in your season is maybe your goal, the place you wanted to get. So it's right there in front of them. And like you said, Madisonville's at South Warren. The only other matchup of eight-win teams outside of McLean. And uh, who better than Canyon? I mean, we're going to find out You know, tonight, you're right? talking about a guy that threw for over 1,700 yards, ran for just under 1,200 yards. You've also got high tire. I think they both finished with like 1,175 rushing. I do think they are going to score some points against South Warren. I just don't know if they can keep South Warren from scoring. I think this is a game that probably ends up like 38-21. You know, South Warren's one of the most well-coached teams in the state, mm-hmm. and I, that to me, that's where it goes there. And, 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 their, and Madisonville's defense isn't very good, and, no. and, and and you can expect that the, the, they'll, they'll throw it around a little bit. South Warren's and gonna. I will say though, score I, some points. I do think if Madisonville plays clean, you know, don't turn the ball over, penalties, silly penalties, penalties, stuff like that. They it's play not like in they Madisonville, just, so not gonna get bailed out with like eight calls that went their way. Sure, that's true too. But I do think they'll score on South Warren. That's a really good offense. They it got is. four nice receivers. Canyon can extend plays. You know, uh, you know, he was the player of the year in that district down there. You know, in, our, in, in the district, 
and and I just I think they will score points, but I just don't think their defense is good enough to beat South Warren. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, and it's, it's a game that I'll be looking at throughout. But the winner the of that will come to Rash Stadium next week. That's right, and that's why that game's important. And then uh, McCracken County's at Barron County. The winner of that matchup will more than likely get Henderson, who's really banged up, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, Barron probably a slight favorite at mm-hmm. home. McCracken's a little down this year. Uh, so those are some games to watch around the area tonight. Uh, how about Hancock County on WBIO traveling down to Franklin Simpson, 8-2. and two. You know, the lower losses were to Greenwood and then a thriller to Hart County. They were right there till the end. This is a ground-and-pound offense. So Hornets fans... Be ready because the powers of pain will be tested tonight because you got a three-headed monster, Anderson, Dickerson, McPherson, all in the 500 to 600 range, combined for 17 total touchdowns between the three of them. So Weatherholt and Powers on that defense tonight will be tested, and we'll see. In a way, I kind of like the matchup. I think this matchup favors Hancock County. I think they would struggle more if if, if Franklin Simpson was more balanced or threw it over the lot. They don't really throw. I just, much. I mean, with that defense that Hancock has, I think Franklin wins the game. But I think it's close because I do think Hancock County's run defense will hold up a little bit with Weatherholt and with Powers and will keep this game close. And there is a path with Morris going off and maybe Weatherholt breaking, you know, running his four and a half to five yards in a cloud of dust that it gives Hancock County a puncher's chance. Well, Franklin Simpson's defense has given up some passing yards. Mm hmm. Uh, so that that's probably the, the chink in the armor, right? And Dylan Morris has been playing really well. Yes. So you know, if, and I think he has to, for Hancock to pull up the upset, he has to have a big game. Three hundred yeah, oh yeah, yard, yard passing game. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And he's, and, he's capable. And maybe Weatherholt power to get a strip here or there. You know, you never know. They'll give him a chance. A winner uh, more than likely will be at Union next week. Union has a dare, uh, so that's something to watch uh, throughout the evening. Let's go over to ninety seven X McLean County eight and two, Glasgow eight and two. And you're talking about Glasgow with district losses, Franklin Simpson and Hart. Those are the only two teams that have beat him, and Hart's undefeated. Um, so, you know, in, in my thing that turned my head last week, a 22-21 win over Somerset, who's been playing really, really well mm-hmm. for, for, for Glasgow. The Scotties are balanced. They got the quarterback, Easton, 1,800 passing yards, 17 touchdowns. He's also the leading rusher. 410 rushing yards and five touchdowns. So kind of similar to what Brody Klein has done over on the other side for the Cougars. They've got three running backs with all over 40 carries. You got Bully, Arms, and Neal combining for about 800 yards, 14 touchdowns. So they are balanced. Mm-hmm. We talked about Franklin Simpson, not so much. The Scotties are, are balanced. Now, I like the McLean County pass defense. Scrappy. They got some dudes that can cause some turnovers. I know Klein's been a, had a nose he's for the football. He's got four, I think. Yeah, I mean, and he's had and three of those have came over the past two weeks. So he, and Aiden Bowden last year had a couple too. So watch out for him. Those, that's going to be key for McLean to have any shot in this game. They've got to create at least two turnovers and maybe more. That's just my opinion. I, the the defense giving up 102 rushing yards per game for the Scotties. So there's a stingy run defense taking on Bolden, Baldwin, Klein. They fear the wing. Worry a little bit about McLean County's run D because they got gashed against Trigg. I, I know they blew Trigg out of the water. But if you go back and look at the stats, I mean, Trigg was up to like eight, nine yards per carry in that game. So if they can't slow down the run game of Glasgow, it could be a slow, painful death tonight. The good news is McLean County hasn't lost a home game in two years. So they've got probably the best home field advantage in the entire state of Kentucky in the first round. 
but it's just not enough. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the, by the way of, of of Glasgow tonight. I hope I'm wrong. I hope McLean County goes out and shocks the state. They're not getting any respect on bluegrass preps. I, this is. I don't know who put the the spread at 28. It. I would be blown away if it's that much. I think this is probably a a couple touchdown win for Glasgow at the end of the day. Not so fast, my friend, because Brody Klein's gonna pick one off. He's gonna run for one and throw for one. And a Baldwin's going to break two big ones. And McLean's going to shock the world. Paulson Stadium's going to be rocking. The cowbells will be going off. The Scotties won't know what to hit them with the cowbells. And McLean pulls off a massive upset in round one. One thing I can guarantee is that environment is going to be a playoff-worthy environment. 100%. Tonight over in Calhoun. The winner more than likely will go to Hart County for, for game two. They've got Webster County tonight, and then Webster will be a huge underdog there. Uh, but it should be a great, you know, here on 97X. I don't think we really picked Hancock, Franklin Simpson. I'm going to go Franklin Simpson. I'm going to go Franklin Simpson also. But I think it's closer than what most people think. I think both of our teams play these way closer than most people expect. I just don't think they pull it off in the end. I think they get some respect statewide by the by the by the fight. I just don't think they can pull it off. We still got plenty of games to pick, including the game we'll be at on 1027 the game, Davis County, North Harden. There's several uh, city games. Catholic and Owensboro will be in town tonight as well. We'll preview those next live at five one oh two seven the game. In a season where joy is woven into every heart and laughter hangs in the frosty air, you have the power to make it even better for a child this Christmas. Babetronics, located at 1741 Sherm Road, is an official Toys for Tots drop-off location. Toys for Tots, a beacon of hope for children, need your support and Vapetronics can get there. With your help, stop by Vapetronics today and treat yourself while dropping off an unwrapped new toy for a child in need. Vapetronics, 1741 Sherm Road, Suite 2. Buy priceless foods because every child deserves a little Christmas. This holiday season, get the joy of organization with cabinet doors and more. Experience unparalleled craftsmanship and custom-built shelves, cabinets, and more. Tailor-made for you or a loved one craving a closet makeover. Just submit your measurements and let's bring dream closets to life. Whether it's shoe shelves or accessory cabinets you're envisioning, we ensure the drive is worthwhile. Follow us on Facebook to witness our work wonders. We're conveniently located off Highway 54 in Fordsville. Cabinet doors and more. Crafting happiness this holiday season. Since 1960, Miller Tire Center has provided McLean County and the surrounding areas with trusted name brand tires and automotive service. Go see them on 675 Main Street in Sacramento or give them a call at 270-736-22541. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. Here's your 14th first alert forecast. Clear skies overnight with a low of 45. On Saturday, mostly sunny, breezy, and milder with a high of 65 degrees. Then cloudy skies on Saturday night, maybe a sprinkle with a low of 41. On Sunday, sunny again with a high of 64. I'm Chief Meteorologist Jeff Lyons with your 14 first alert forecast. And now, more live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com, and the middle of these Texas Roadhouse picks. And we're kind of scoping out the Texas Roadhouse pick. Looks like right now, Vic, the, the, the whole season's going to come down to Kentucky, Mississippi State, mm-hmm. 
And is it USC Washington? USC Washington. Yes. So the high school games are almost moot point tonight. Yes. Because they all picked kind of the same. They all kind of picked the same ones. But Hart and Zuber, who are tied. Well, Hart's been complaining about the, the, the like me, has been complaining. It's high school football pick them. It was in the past. This year, Vic's got his stamp on it. And I, I wanted 15 to 16 games every week because if you have a bad week, it gives you enough time to come back and right. make a comeback. Right. So, I, yeah. And I told him, I, that's why I told him, I was like, I, I kind of wanted state games. There are and, some state and, games. Well, I mean, more state games than college games. Yeah. And, and then I said, but I've also like complete, I'm, I'm probably like, uh, like a point two five. We had more state games early in the year. The problem with state games is I can't when pick you, them right. well, not just that, when you get to the last four weeks of the season, it's a lot of district games. And it's a lot, a lot of, of it's a lot of blowouts. Yeah. That's the problem. You like when you got you know because your LC. You remember we had like LCA and Boyle and Bowling Green and South. Oh yeah, there's still we've some. had those. Still had but when some. LCA gets into their district, you you know, and 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 there's only so many out there that we know about. You know, good who, what we know or think is good games, and there's just not a lot of them right there in the end. Well, speaking that's what's going to come down to. I think that's what tonight's going to be. You got Warren Central one and nine at Henderson tonight, four and six. I don't know. They're really banged up. But, yeah, but, but I've heard Burris is not going to play and Banks won't play, but I still think Henderson rolls. I, I still think Henderson can rest some guys and, and get it healthy and roll tonight. I know Meade County, 5-5, five and five, making the tough trip up to Louisville Trinity. Only losses for Trinity in the state are to Mayo and Douglas. They had one out of state. Their defense is really good. It's going to be a tough, tough test on the, the banged-up Meade County offense. But if there's any team in our area that I trust to go up to Trinity and put up a fight, it's Meade County. Yeah, Coach I, I mean, I think they'll put up a fight, but I think Trinity wins this one pretty handily. Absolutely. And I, I've already been seeing the tweets from uh, Sam Gormley and K105. I mean, Litchfield's a madhouse. It I, you should know, I be. said there'd be no better home field advantage than Paulson, but they got people camping out in, in Litchfield. You know, I mean, they're going to have crazy. that big tailgate show down there, and they got like a big chili supper or whatever. I think it's what they, what I see, their first home playoff game since 2012. Uh, or I something think they had like one it, maybe during, 14 during the McHenry era the Q McHenry maybe but but maybe second round I think I don't think so I thought it was said 2012 or 2014 it was like this is their first home play I thought I saw a tweet on that about last night yeah I don't I think it was sooner than that but it's still going to be a great environment down there as uh, Iroquois no wins coming in they're the last ranked team in 5A RPI be a big night for Hanshaw Van Meter and Chaffins as they get set uh, to go into round two of the playoffs, and it's a party atmosphere. It should be. Down there in Litchfield, rightfully so. I know our good friends at Breckenridge County will have their work cut out for them tonight as they go on the road to Paducah Tillman. Tillman undefeated, 10-0 and on the season. Uh, Breck's really banged up. It showed over the past couple games just uh, how banged up they were in their results. Hopefully they got healthy. You know, maybe we get White Burnett on the road and, and, and give their best effort against Tillman, but they're up against it tonight. I think we're all in agreement. The tornado come out with the victory there. No, I think so. Yeah, I think this will be a, I think this will be a, a a big running clock game. Move it down to Bowling Green seven and three. I know both teams, from what I've heard through the grapevine, are going to be missing some starters. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, it's it's it's, it's going to end Apollo's tough season more mm-hmm. than likely tonight. It would take a monumental effort from the Eagles down in Bowling Green. Oh, yeah. It's another running clock game. Yeah. 2014, Steve. 14. Last time Grayson hosted. I say it was 2012 or 14. I couldn't remember which one. First home playoff game since 2014 for Grayson. That's and that's that's a big night. I mean, you're talking about that's, that's a quite a long time. What is that? Nine years mm-hmm. since uh, since they were 
hosting a home playoff game. As we'll move it now to the game you'll be at on WVJS Owensboro six and four uh, playing host to Ohio County one and nine Eagles tough matchup and the, the Devils just keep everybody healthy and get some run for some backups in the second half. Yeah, I think this will be a running clock before the second quarter's over. With Devils are gonna you know can win this one as much as they wanted to. And it's been a rough year for Ohio County. Yes, they just kind of gear towards that uh, <laughs> South Warren game or. Madisonville, or Madisonville. <laughs> next week as we'll move it now to Owensboro Catholic they'll be playing host to Caldwell Caldwell 1-9 they did beat Trigg last week to get off to Schneid their, their first win of the season uh, but uh, Catholic I think will get same thing I, running I clock by the end of the first quarter first quarter first quarter uh, I'll go I'll go a little later into the second quarter but I think the Aces roll in this matchup the key for them just kind of like Owensboro is just keeping everybody stay healthy. healthy and i think at this point you know playing any, any starters into into the third quarter of a running clock game just get them get them get out, them out. There. there's know, no reason to have an ankle or anything like that keep them out of there but uh, we'll see how it goes i expect the aces to roll uh tonight uh, but we'll move it now to the game that i've got tonight that's the uh, the davis county panthers five and five on the season taking on one and nine north harden depending on how you look at it it's really Four and six, North Harden. They did. They did win some games before they they were taken away. The official record is one and nine. You are what you are, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I guess they celebrated those victories on Friday night. So, <laughs> uh, to me, they're a four and six football team. I think one. And, when you say one and nine, I think it it uh, clouds what people may think about North Harden. I understand. This is still a really talented football team. So, are you telling me that the Louisville Cardinals have three national basketball titles? Yeah. No, they don't. They have two. I mean, if you want, if you if you go by rule books, they have two. But when they went to bed that night, they were celebrating the championship, and then to me, that's all that matters. No, I mean for me personally. No, I mean it, they have two. At, at the end of the day, but you're right; they're better than the average one in nine. Team. Right, that's I what mean, you're trying to say. Not only that, but they, Chris said, they're so. They're, they're, I'm so wrong. They cheated. Who cares? As a fan, you didn't cheat. You got to celebrate a championship. For, yeah, but for, for a long time, like they didn't take that away for years. You went to bed that night of the championship as champions. I mean, I get what you're saying. I'm. They cheated. It, it, take the banner down. Whatever. We still got to celebrate. That's why they it. should kick Michigan out of the college football playoffs now, so you don't get to celebrate. The fans don't get to celebrate that championship. <laughs> so many with the way Harbaugh's cheating. I, I understand the Louisville. You know, what I'm saying the people that just. Hate Louisville to their core, like you said. But North Harden's better than your average one and nine team to come in here. But well, they also one of those losses that was taken away was a forty-five to sixteen win over Davis County. It was for the season. So, you know that I think that that factors in a little bit. I will say this is a completely different Davis County, hundred percent different. Day, and I was here to tell you too. If you watched the tape of North Harden last week, this is kind of a completely different North Harden team too. Yeah, and they're not playing well. well no, but. They still have studs everywhere. They do. I mean, the thing is, with with with, they turned the ball over a lot yes. last week. I mean, they, they gained a lot of yards, but they turned it over a, a lot. But they are a team. If you think about back to last year in the playoff game at Davis County, when they wanted to, Davis County couldn't guard Boykin, but they turned the ball over a lot then a lot. too. I know that's that and, that's and the, a lot of dumb penalties. That's going to be the key tonight. How clean does North Harden play? Davis County, you know, they've won two straight. They've won four out of five. Uh, and uh, you know, that's outright. That's not mm-hmm. counting the forfeit win that, that gave them win number five. And to me, it all goes down to how clean does North Harden play. If North Harden goes out and they play their A game, they're probably going to win this game. Correct. By a couple I, of touchdowns. You're right. If North Harden plays but their A game, that's not who game, they are. They ha- I, 
I would say in the last six years they played their A game one time. I mean, I mean that's kind of who they are. Is right. They're a very undisciplined, uh, don't play clean, great athletes all over the field. You know, but they that's that's just you as you know as what's his, uh, the Cardinals coach said they who they were who do we thought oh, they Denny were Green. Denny Green. Come on. And I think tonight you're going to see North Harden be who we thought they were. I think they will turn the ball over. And I think they'll make penalties. Yeah, and then you got Boykins, Lunch, Jadon, and Ray. All over 30 catches, all over 500 receiving yards. The quarterback distributes it all over the field. I think Davis County just needs to not give up big plays because the more plays North Harden runs, the more likely they're going to make a mistake. North Hart, Davis County has to make North Harden drive the football. You can't can have do that. Have you can't shot. have one or two, three play drives where you hit Boykins, he breaks two tackles, makes two guys miss, and go for 70 yards. If they make North Harden drive the football down the field, Davis County pulls off the upset here and wins. If North Harden gets big plays and can score in one, two, three plays, North Harden wins. No, I completely agree with that take. I'm looking for Luke Floyd. You know, you kind of. I'm going. I'm going with Davis County. Davis County in the upset right here. Luke Floyd the big game. North Harden turns it over four times. I'm going to go North Harden. I'm going to. As bad as I don't want to. I just think their explosive playmakers make a few more plays. But Luke Floyd plays the way he did last week. Davis County's going to win this game. I'm just telling you. No pressure, Luke Floyd. I mean, well, I, I, he's, I, stepping, he's I, a receiver I, stepping into quarterback. I but. like what Coach Brandon and his staff's done. I'm going to go with him. Hey, we'll have kickoff for you. 7 o'clock right here on 1027 The Game. Myself and the birthday boy, the professor, Chris Riley. You've been listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game.